Pure Wow presents Stream On, your weekly download of TV and streaming news and reviews. And now, your hosts, Phil Mutz, Pure Wow's VP of News and Entertainment, and Rachel Golmi, Pure Wow's Managing Editor of Branded Content. Rachel! Phil! Imagine I said it like Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking it was more like trumpets. Like, (laughs) oh, oh, I like that too. Yeah. (laughs) Like, do, 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 do. Um, Well, hello. Either way, uh, my trumpet welcome. So, my my confession last week, uh, and which led to my homework, was that I had never seen Downton Abbey. So, I watched the first episode of Downton Abbey. And it's so good. Obviously, it's so good. I mean, everybody's said it's so freaking good. But I really was resistant because, I mean, Rachel, you said you hadn't watched it either. It just looks so goddamn boring. And it looks like (laughs) it's going to be homework, right? And it looks like, and I mean, I I called it homework to watch this episode. Uh, So it actually was homework. and And I watched it. And it just immediately pulls you in. It's way more, there's way more action and drama and intrigue right off the bat than I expected. It just looks like it's going to be a period piece in a very slow manner. And it's just not <laughs> that. The drama and the backstabbing of like the downstairs characters, it, it immediately begins and it's fun and fast paced. And, you know, the upstairs is cool too, you know, but mostly because of Maggie Smith uh, and everything that comes out of her mouth is just gold. But as you pointed out last week, it is a real shame that it is leaving Netflix at the end of the month. I so that's know. In a, it's like now. It's leaving Netflix now. I was going to say like now. tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, episode one, though, still gets a thumbs up from me. And I definitely want to see more. So maybe like we talked about, maybe I'll purchase some of it and, and watch it down the line. I have to admit that my dog ate my remote. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I'm kidding. I, I should get oh, an you F, didn't, though, because I didn't do my homework. You didn't do your homework. What was your homework? I didn't. I feel well, like I you had a I lot had, of homework. I did. I had like 500 assignments, but I think one was to watch Downton Abbey, and then I think the comeback. But anyway, so that's my excuse. That well, the, comeback, my the comeback we're, I'm going to remind you about, because there's going to be a day when I talk about that. It's not, okay, this okay. isn't that day, but... Let it be known. We will talk about the comeback, and we will. And you'll we'll watch come it. We'll come back to talk about the comeback. Well, absolutely, absolutely. We're going to come back to the comeback. So we got a lot to get to. Oh. So no more puns or trumpets. So we've got Phil recommends another murder mystery crime show. Parentheses. Phil also refers to himself in the third person. The dark and twisted docu that somehow made it onto my hits list. The competition show pun lovers will well love. And the ridiculous workplace comedy for when you need an extra laugh. Can't wait to hear about all those. Let's dive in. Nope. I, I said I wouldn't say dive in. I'm gonna... Let's get to the news. This just in. This week's streaming news. I've been practicing my British accent for this. Not really. Oh, great. I can't wait to hear <laughs> okay, this. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, oh, oh God. I cannot do a good accent. Okay. <clears throat> we can officially say hi. <laughs> that wasn't a good one. Hi. But you know how they, yeah, hi. Hi. You know how they hi. say it? I mean, anyway, I, okay. Oh, wow. We, we're off to a bad start with the news. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Refresh. I'll let, I will get out of your way. Please. Okay. <laughs> What's the news? Okay. We can officially say hi to two more seasons of Alice Oseman's Heartstopper. Almost immediately after the Netflix series was released last month, fans were begging for more screen time of Nick Nelson and Charlie Spring. Fingers crossed we'll be taking a trip to Paris for season two. The hit musical TV show starring Kat McPhee and Meg Hilty, Smash, is coming to Broadway. And according to Deadline, composer Mark Shaman says it should be sooner than later. Cut to me singing, let me be your star in the mirror. 
In amazing casting news, Amazon Studios has ordered two seasons of an adult animated sci-fi comedy called The Hospital from Maya Rudolph and Natasha Leone's Animal Pictures production company. Along with Rudolph and Leone, it's set to star Kieran Culkin, Greta Lee, Kiki Palmer, and singer Sam Smith. After six seasons, the show that single-handedly kept Kleenex in business, This Is Us, aired its series finale this week. Fear Not fans, star Chrissy Metz teased a potential spinoff, saying there's, quote, a lot of potential. Hey, if Fresh Prince can have a reboot, why not? Okay, so there are a couple of things I want to talk about. First of all, I want to talk about your British accent. Uh, just for, I know you just popped <laughs> in there for- My lack thereof. Hi, hi. Hi, uh, hi. <laughs> oh, it's such, it's one of my favorite parts of Heartstopper. Oh, and I'm same. so happy that this is coming back for two more seasons. Me too. And okay, I have a confession. Remember how I said I wasn't going to read the comic? Yeah. I somehow ended up reading the entire thing. Oh, wow, okay. It was a mistake. So I- but I'm happy about it. <laughs> so, I let me explain. Read a com- a com- <laughs> no, I did. I mean, I don't really like know how web comics work. Sure. You know, so I was just Googling the rest of the story when I finished season one of Heartstopper because obviously I needed to know what was going to happen with yeah. Luke and Charlie. So I stumbled upon like the Tumblr page where it actually lives. So I, as I was reading it, I didn't realize that I was like actually reading it. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh, right. Like you were actually reading the comic. Yeah. That yeah. Was, like that I was thought it. I was oh. just kind of reading like a um, brief summary, I guess. But then I just kept going and going. And then I got to the end and I was like, oh, oh, wow. I just, I just full on read this whole thing. So, so that was does, me. Did you spoil it for yourself? Like, do you now know what's going to happen in season two and three? I mean, I think so. It's not really like confirmed, I guess. If they'll follow too closely. I'm sure they're going to follow it because the first season like did follow it like super close. Mm. The next couple of chapters, which they also call volumes, that part is that's why I also got confused about it. um, That they go to Paris. So I'm super pumped and I really hope that they go. Oh, so that's why you said fingers crossed will take a trip to Paris. Heartstopper fans will get that if you read the comic. But my, my other thing about Heartstopper is... That I am obsessed with the actor who plays Isaac. Tony Toby Donovan is his mm-hmm. name. He is like Gene Smart, a national treasure. And I feel like we need to protect him <laughs> at all costs because this kid, he's 19. Well, an international he, treasure because he's British, right? Yeah, but yes, true, absolutely. True. Oh, duh. Oh, my God. Okay. No, so good. I I'm, mean, going, I, I'm, I'm sure off to a start. Oh, please. He's going to be so happy he was compared to Gene Smart. Please. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay. But he filmed, like, you know, footage on his phone, like, uh, and he's been putting together all these vlogs on YouTube, and they are the cutest freaking things I've ever seen, and I just Aww. love it so much. They make me so happy, and, like, obviously, with all the news being so heavy, I'm like, oh, my God, Toby Donovan. Like, I just love you. I love you. And that's it. That's my heart stopper. I think that's great. I think that's great. I also do want to mention, as excited as I am for Heartstopper to come back, uh, people are really sad that This Is Us is over. And I know mm. you have confessed another confession, so many confessions so early in the show. You have yeah. confessed to me previously that you're not a huge fan of This Is Us. But I do <laughs> I do think that, like, this was a massive hit. And after six years, it's a big deal that it finally, you know, came to a close. And it's interesting that there have been, a, you know, a lot of the stars have been, you know, giving interviews And one of the things that they get asked exclusively in every interview is, will there be some kind of spinoff? And every single interview, whether it's Chrissy Metz or one of the other actors, they always tease that there's a good chance and like probably down the line, which is interesting. Mm. My guess would be that it would be like an entire, like some little thing that they spin off with probably an entirely new cast. But 
you know, I mean, I guess if there's more story to tell, why not? I mean, do we have to, though? Okay. Like, I, don't, I, okay. I, just, <laughs> I just really do not like that show. I, I, yeah, I'm going to say it again. I'm happy that it's done. So let's just right. move on. <laughs> it wasn't hurting anybody. You don't have to watch but it's just this. So, it's just so – it's too cheesy to me, to be honest. Like mm. it's not it's, – it's dramatic to the level that it's cheesy. It's over the and, top. It's over the top drama. Yeah. Like I, I'm just like, no, I could watch something else. I'll turn on The Office. Thank you. <laughs> I got it. It's, it's not escapism. And I'll, I'll tell you that. And that maybe that's what we want right now. Yeah. Which will lead us to the things that we do like, which are our hits of the week. The hits of the week. My first one is the documentary Our Father on Netflix. It is a wild ride. So I've never heard about this story before, which is baffling because it's truly insane. So this woman, her name is Jacoba Ballard. She always felt different in her life from her parents. So finally, this was in the early 2000s. So then when ancestry kits became a thing, she took a DNA test and she she got a lot of hits on it, like more than she ever expected. And it turns out that she has all these half siblings. She started doing research and it all goes back to this one fertility doctor specialist. His name is Dr. Donald Klein. And he like used his specimen on his patients unknowingly. Okay, we're just going to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> like I and that's just that's what it's that's what the whole yeah. documentary is about and just her investigation and he said that there there couldn't be more than um there's almost 100 of these half siblings. Yeah, this story is wild. It, it yeah. it's I I can't even wrap my head around it and now being a mother myself, I didn't have to go through fertility treatments. I was very fortunate and lucky in that, but Thinking about it and knowing what the whole process of pregnant, I, I can't even form words around it because it, it is so crazy and that insane. And I don't even understand how this doctor didn't think that he was doing anything wrong. And then it gets like culty. It's very weird, but it, it was good. It was very interesting. But sad. Yeah, and I love that this kind of documentary is being made right now. You know, because I think these stories yeah. are fascinating. You know, and, and I, I, it's only probably with the rise of things like you said, like an- ancestry. Yeah. You know, where people are getting their DNA checked, that they're even able to find out about these crazy yeah. things. I mean, can uh, you imagine past. if that was if these ancestry kits were never a thing? There was one woman on there who said that she opened it up and I think she had like three thousand hits. And I'm like, what? That is just, it's just crazy. Well, and when I was reading about this documentary, it I was like, did I see this already? Um, and I didn't, but it was because it reminded me of a another recent docu-series that was on Hulu called Taken at Birth. And this was about oh. a Georgia doctor who like illegally sold more than 200 babies out of the back what? of his clinic. Like sold what? them. Uh, I can't. To families that like could adopt them, but like sold it. I mean, it, it, it's a different case. So like case. a human trafficker? Like what? I mean, I, I guess, I mean, ugh. yeah, but it was a different case in a different situation, but it's a storytelling of people, you know, trying to find their families yeah. after the fact ugh. and piece this doctor's crime together. And I feel like that this just really resonates with people uh, nowadays, especially, you know, this journey of trying to find your family and trying to find where you came from that I think our father really, you know, has that element too. I think it's really fascinating. Yeah. And it, it also all the, well, most of the siblings have blonde hair, blue eyes. So then it kind of goes into that whole aspect of, you know, at one point she kind of refers to them as quote, an Aryan cult or clan. I can't remember the exact word that she used, 
so it goes down that whole path too, which is it's the whole thing again. It's just wild, and it also brings up the whole conversation of consent. And this wasn't like the law. The lawyer who was trying to, I guess, help these siblings out was just like, no, but legally, there's nothing here. And um, and again, I just <laughs> right because you you somebody consented to just take right. this DNA. So yes. of course, yeah. What do you do about it? So it's not a legal crime, but yeah, so much as yeah. perhaps a moral, yeah. I'm it's friend. just wild. All right. I know you said you have more hits, but I'm, I'm going to jump in with something okay. uh, not any lighter, but a lot uh, something that I thought was fun, uh, which is called Now and Then on Apple mm. TV+. Plus. It's a, and I know you love Elite, which is a Spanish I language do. show. This is a Spanish and English TV show. And it features the main recognizable face in it is Rosie Perez, who I love, uh, especially on The Flight Attendant. And I love she her. plays, she's so great. Uh, and she plays a cop obsessed with solving a 20 year old case. Uh, and the plot might sound familiar. So uh, a group of friends are involved in the death of a friend and then get in a car accident. And in this car accident, someone else dies. And so they decide not to tell anyone and they cover up their involvement. And then 20 years later, they get a text message from someone who knows the truth. And this all happens at the very beginning of the first episode. And it feels very like, I know what you did last summer. Mm. You know how, like, they they kill the guy and then, like, they think they get away with it. And then, like, they're all going to be slaughtered. This is not a horror show. <laughs> Sorry, that was so casual. But they, well, I mean, spoiler <laughs> alert, I guess. If you haven't seen yeah, I Know What You Did Last Summer or the, the terrible reboot. No, no. <laughs> this, uh, this has that same setup. But like 20 years later, um, and we flash back and forth through the series between the friend group then and the friend group now, it it has a much different vibe. And this is like still thriller, still mystery, but it's Mm. not horror. And you know, I love a murder mystery crime show, but there are so many twists. And each episode, there are several twists throughout it. And Rosie Perez is trying to solve the old crime, but then a new crime happens 20 years later. And she gets drawn back in because she was never able to solve the original crime. Okay. Now she's like putting two and two together and these the same group is connected and affected by it. It's really good. And like I said, a lot of twists. And the end of each episode, there's an, like a huge twist, uh, each one. And uh, Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. So it leave, leaves you with a cliffhanger. And, you know, and, and you do have to actually wait because Apple TV, they dropped, you know, the first three episodes right away. But now new episodes come out every Friday. So you've got to wait. So there's that kind of fun element to what TV used to be like. Why is it English and Spanish? Is there, does it explain that? Um, well, it, it takes place in in Miami. So, uh, oh, okay. So, you know, like Rosie Perez is, you know, she speaks English and Spanish, but, you know, when she's like on duty and she's talking with her like fellow cops, she's speaking English and, you know, she might interview a suspect in English, but then gotcha. the characters who it focuses on speak Spanish to each other, but then they speak English to Rosie Perez when, you know, like, so it just, it's okay. a little bit of both, but yeah. that means there are subtitles. So we've both talked about how much we actually really love subtitles yeah. in our shows. Because uh, we can, you know, it makes us pay attention, but also, you know, not be on our phone and all of that other stuff. <laughs> but I, I, I also think it's so surprising. Like, clearly Apple TV has stepped up their game because they have. Do, do, do when it first came out, Apple TV Plus had one show. It was the morning show and it was the only show. And yeah. It was, oh, my gosh. Like, and wow. I mean, that was a big thing and, and I, I got it temporarily, but there was a period where I was like, they're, they're in trouble. <laughs> they, they really staked a, like a new streaming service on one show with some big yeah, stars. Geez. But, but now they have like, they have Ted Lasso. We have, are obsessed with Severance, Schmigadoon. We love the after party. <laughs> you love Mythic Quest. Uh, yeah. Now this, they're like Apple TV plus has really, you know, I, I, we talked about how there's just too many subscription services, but. I think this one's worth it, at least at the moment. Uh, 
now and then add it to your list. Okay. Um, my other two quickly were the new season of my next guest needs no introduction on Netflix. Love. If you haven't seen it, it's so good. It's David Letterman's new show. It's this is the fourth season that's just dropped. This season, though, I do have a little bone to pick. I guess because of COVID, there aren't audiences there. And that, I think, gives it a different vibe because with the previous seasons, you know, you hear the laughter and just kind of like the <gasps> shock moments. And each episode, he interviews somebody super yes. famous. Yeah. So, good. I mean, the, the list of people, it's insane. They're just so, I mean, like from Kanye West to like Barack Obama, it, it runs the gamut. Yeah. Um, I watched the Billie Eilish one, which is the first episode of the season, and it was good. She's just yeah. like so cool and so down to earth. Yeah, I don't know. I loved her. I have to watch that one. I I, I, I jumped in. I skipped ahead, and I, I watched Cardi B, and I watched Julia Louis-Dreyfus, both from this season. Oh, okay. I, you have to watch both of those, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus is great. If you are a I Veep fan, her. if you were a Seinfeld fan, this interview is fabulous. And it's I interesting that you didn't like the, the no audience part of this season, because I kind of liked it. Oh, okay. Wait, why? Well, why did you like it? Well, I, I actually thought it, it felt it felt very real and very intimate. Like, you know, when you watch a like late night talk show or they go on Ellen or which is no longer, yeah. but you know, and they just feel they're all very on, you know, okay. and uh, it's hard to strip that away. And there's something about when he was just sitting there with just Cardi B or just sitting there with just Julie Louie, they really were just talking. Uh, mm. And I, I felt like I was getting a little bit more of an actual raw answer because there wasn't anybody else there. You know, I, I don't know. I, it was, no, I it was interesting. That. that makes sense. I, I think with the other ones, like, uh, I mean, obviously I loved the Kim Kardashian one mm. um, because I'm a Kardashian fan. But there was also one with Lewis Hamilton, a Formula One driver. And that one was really, really good. That's actually one of my favorites. But I don't know. It's just like you see the audience and they actually usually pan to, you know, their family members sitting there and kind of like getting their reactions. I just like that element, but I totally, I could see that. The not having an audience actually gives me Oprah vibes with like the Harry and Meghan sure, interview. Sure, yeah. <laughs> just like very calmly sitting on the couch. Yeah. I have yet to watch this season also brought Will Smith, but it was filmed pre-slap. So I kind yeah. of do want to check that one out. I mean, I, I wish it were post-slap. That would have been what a get. That would have been, well, I want to hear what he has to say. I, I, I just feel like, I'm like, why am I even going to give him like more time but oh, you're gonna skip that episode fine i, I, you know. I might no i'll no who am i kidding I'll probably screw will smith. I, you're right you're right screw will smith <laughs> yeah the rest of the cast you know we have ryan reynolds kevin durant and will smith are round out the rest of this season so i really i i plan to finish it these are really yeah, great no, interviews it's so good it's so good it's just like a very different or chill like interview kind of it, there, there's no bells and whistles to it you know it's just two people sitting down and talking yeah if you are going to go back i do recommend getting going to season three and listening to the in, the lizzo one and go to season two and the tiffany haddish one both yes. really solid yes tiffany they haddish are. is great her origin Ugh. stories like becoming an actress fascinating fascinating stuff yeah my other hit is Somebody Feed Phil. The new season just dropped, season five, and it already got renewed for season six. I'm so excited. So it's basically just, you know, a typical food show. Um, the host is Phil Rosenthal. He's the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. And it's just so feel good and fun and it makes me hungry. And I just want to go to all those places. It's yeah, the best. It's I a really good show. And it's on Netflix. Yeah, I love it's that. It's on Netflix, yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. My other hit, I had one last one, was is uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars, All Winners. 
And Ooh. I know that's a mouthful. Uh, it's on Paramount Plus. So it's a weekly competition show, a drag competition show with new episodes being released every Friday. And so in this this reality competition show, they're out to win $100,000 and like snatch the crown. But it's it's interesting. This is all stars, all winners. So there's Drag Race, right? There's the series Drag Race, RuPaul. There are 14 seasons of that. Then there's All Stars, which there oh. previous to this one, there were six seasons of that, which brought back people that were great from the original, the actual series. Now there is All Stars, All Winners, which is the one that is on Paramount Plus, which is everybody who's won is coming back to compete again because of the 14 seasons plus all the All Stars plus all the international ones. There is plenty to draw from because there's also Drag Race Canada, Drag Race Espana, Drag Race Down Under, Drag Race UK, Celebrity Drag Race, Drag Race Christmas Special. That's like not even all of them. There's Christmas like just, there, Special. There is, there's, there's all of these things. Um, <laughs> the last thing I want to say about it is each one has like a challenge that they have to like a big main challenge. And mm-hmm. one of them is called Snap game where they do impersonations of like famous people and if not and this series in episode two you get to snatch game right away and it is incredible because these are the (laughs) best of the best of these drag queens and they're all so good at impersonating really famous people and one of them does natasha leone obviously oh my gosh you know who we've talked a lot about and you just mentioned earlier and the impression is just spot on just so good i just laughed and laughed and laughed i like had tears in my eyes i was laughing at these impersonations so much and <laughs> oh my and, God, it's, I love and, that. and as i mentioned earlier this show is full of puns which i also love so uh definitely give it a watch paramount plus which i, I don't i'm it's hard to name all the things on paramount plus there's not that many things <laughs> but you know sandra bullock's the lost city for one but um <laughs> there's that in drag race so you should watch drag race <laughs> Oh my gosh, sold. Okay. I love that. I love impressions. I'm so bad at impressions. Well, that British accent you did earlier, you nailed it. You knocked out of the park. <laughs> oh my God, where I just said, hi. I can't even do it. It's like not. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I'm just going to practice that saying hi. What did you hate this week? <laughs> okay, I actually didn't have a miss. <gasps> Misses. I know. Cancel the sound effect. Cancel the sound effect. Because guess what? I didn't have any misses either. No, that means we get our angel sound effect. Like, oh, ah. oh. <laughs> our producer's gonna be so pissed. He's like, I gotta find an angel sound effect now. No, it was uh, in. It, we did it once before. Okay, okay, okay. I think uh, it's, it's hard to keep track. There's a lot of oh, a lot man. of sounds going on here. Um, well, well, I'm glad. I'm glad we liked everything. That's great. Yay. So let's let's go right then to our segment of the week, which we call guilty pleasures. Silence in the court. Guilty pleasures. So I think one great thing about Guilty Pleasures is everybody's going into the long weekend. It's Memorial Day. So what should we watch on Memorial Day weekend? Especially by us, there's a large chance it's going to rain. Don't say uh, that. I, no. I know, I know. Maybe it won't. But there's it's supposed to rain. So whether it does or not, and if you need some content, I think these are probably some perfect options. What guilty pleasure do you suggest people binge this weekend, Rachel? Mine is Workaholics on Mm -hmm. Hulu. It was previously on Comedy Central. It is just so freaking funny. And it, yeah. it it's so ridiculous. It's about these three college friends who are the, you know, the typical slacker. Um, and they work at a telemarketing company and they just basically do anything to kind of not work. And it's just all about their charades. You love a workplace comedy between this and I the office. Do. Yeah. I and do, and I do too. Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. but and they're also different. Like this is just like such yeah. a bro out version, I guess. Which of I normally the hate, but they're making fun of it, which I, you know, yeah. you know, I hate 
bro culture. We've talked about this, but this this <laughs> yeah. is comedy. This is like making fun of it, which it's I think is so really fun. funny. And it has so it has um, an amazing cast. Anders Holm, and it's on a hard on Durs. Anders Anders, who just goes by Durs in the show. But he's from Inventing Anna and um, Adam Devine from The Righteous Gemstones and so per- Pitch good. Perfect. So good. Blake Anderson, who is an, on a new Hulu show, newish called Woke. Jillian Bell, uh, I love her, and Kyle Nuacek. He's the co-creator and he's in it. And they all kind of play a version of themselves, which I love. Like they all use their real first names and then their last names are different. Like instead of Anders Holm, it's Anders Holmvik in the show, which I love. But it's just so funny. And it's like, I laugh out loud. It's just so stupid and ridiculous. And I love it. And that's why I love it. Yeah, so I used just, to watch this years ago because, I mean, it's it's seven seasons old, but it, it yeah. was initially on Comedy Central like way back. And I, I loved it. It's so funny. I mean, so Adam Devine is my favorite. He just cracks me up. I mean, everything he does, and yeah. especially on Righteous Gemstones, but he's really funny on this show. I like, I think my favorite... Is it I Anders? I think my favorite is, well, I mean, I I actually think, I think I have like a crush on him. He's I think very he's handsome. so cute. Oh, he's yeah. so cute. He's handsome in the Mindy Project too. He's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I forgot he was in that. But um, he, I love him. I also love Blake with the curly hair. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's just great. His hair is out of control. But that's like, I what do I remember I love about it. him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like out to here. <laughs> okay, so we're going to binge that this weekend. And yes. also, if you if you got the time, you should also binge Alias, which just got added to Disney Plus. I've never seen Alias. Ooh, this Rachel, it's a really so. I don't want to make this your homework, but I just on a rainy day, just throw it on, you know. And if it happens okay. to be a rainy day this weekend, just throw it on. Uh, so it was like it was on ABC over twenty years ago. So this show is crazy. really old, but it's you know play, Jennifer Garner starring as a double agent named Sydney Bristow, and it's got five seasons, and it just got added to Disney Plus. It's like Sydney and her father, who's played with Victor Garber. They work for the CIA, and she's a double agent who's like infiltrated this organization called SD6. Um, Bradley Cooper's on the show, and you oh, know, like I a, didn't a, know that. Free, I mean, I think he was. We knew who he was, but he had not blown up yet. I mean, this was again okay. twenty over twenty yeah. years ago. It came That's out in two thousand one. Uh, so a while ago, but it's a, it's a, like an action spy thriller, but like it also has a lot of romance and a lot of um, mystery to it. Uh, it was created by J.J. Abrams, so it makes sense that it would be a lot of action. And <laughs> one of my favorite things about the show is it, it's it's bingeable and it's just like you don't have to think too hard, even though mm. they, they try to overly complicate it with like, you know, the mysteries. But, you know, yeah. you don't actually have to really pay that hard attention or think that hard. Um but Jennifer Garner, because she's a spy, and I think you probably remember these commercials, for, like the ads for it when it was on TV back in the day. But she wears a different wig every time yeah, she's in disguise. Yeah. But they're they're all just like drag queens call them like shake and go. Like you basically like got it out of the bag and you just like shook it and put <laughs> it on your head. And like you should never wear one of those wigs. And every one of them is just, just like a really cheap Party City wig. Like she's all this like, like she's just a spy. No one notices she's got pink hair. Like that's the most noticeable thing a spy oh could do. God. You know, she's got bright blue hair. There's every episode they just, they had to come up with a new wig. So I, I think it's a, it's, fun just for that to see her different looks it's really very very funny um but that's not you know and and there's romance to it the first couple seasons have like a felicity feel even because they Mm. were trying to make it like when she wasn't being a spy she was just like a normal gal with her friends and then they kind of abandoned that as it went (laughs) along because it didn't really serve the show but uh it's definitely worth a revisit and I, I find it a guilty pleasure I just was watching more of it the other day um I and I've seen it all already it's just it's 
it's not like The Office where you can just put on any episode, but I think you could put on okay. any, any season and just like kick off, like, oh. like just kick on, put on season three and then like a new mystery starts. There'll be some stuff mm. left over, but like you'll get it real quick. Um, and it's really fun. Oh my gosh. You know what I always find so funny in shows like you mentioned that with the wig and like, oh my God, she changed her hair. So like literally no one's going to know who she is, even though she looks exactly the same. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. but the other the other like similar to that that I love um, with a Cinderella, what is it? A Cinderella story with uh, Chad Michael Murray and Hilary Duff. And she wears the tiniest little eye mask. Is that what you would call that? An eye mask? Yeah. yeah. And it, it's like, I'm like, are you joking? Right. Like, oh, <laughs> like, we don't know who don't you know are. Who she is. I know, I know. Oh my God. It just cracks me up. Well, but. Jennifer Garner pairs a lot of these wigs with accents so get ready oh, for okay. that oh, too wow. that's a whole new I mean, level oh. she can't do the British accent you can do sorry I've, <laughs> I've now brought it up three times so we'll let it go hi uh, <laughs> hi so what did you learn this week what we learned I learned that I cannot do a British accent and I need to probably <laughs> practice it more I learned that I, I well I, I think I just realized that I probably would have watched This Is Us if it had more you know murder in it <laughs> that's a good one yeah I mean right. I keep picking murder shows and I, I just <laughs> I don't think This Is Us was for me because it just wasn't it wasn't murder heavy enough sorry <laughs> drama here. and murder yeah. and scene <laughs> Until next time, have a great long weekend. I hope it doesn't rain, but if it does, enjoy Alias. That's it for Stream On. Follow us on Instagram at shows and at Pure Wow. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Stream On is a Pure Wow and Gallery Media Group production. <laughs>